welcome to Sparonomics for Kids. I am Abigail Thayer, and today we're going to be talking about budgeting. And let's bring let's bring out Dr. Kirk Elliott. Hello, how are you? Hey, Good. How are you? I am doing fine. Um, so we're we're going to go over a lot of things, but first, I'm let's talk about this budgeting. So, do you have like a special program that that you have for some people to budget and stuff? Well, I just use like the the basically checkbook software, QuickBooks or Quicken. You can use those because budgeting is already built in. But if you don't have those and you just have like an old school like check register, like a checkbook that you write things in, mm -hmm. um, you could just use Excel. Um, which would be easy enough. And I could show you how to actually do that quite easily. It's, it's an easy thing to do. Um, but yeah, so budgeting is just a, a little secret, Abigail. It's a bad word for most adults. They don't like it. They don't like the budget, but it's so important. So I'm glad that we're learning it now um, because it's, it's, it's one of those things in life that if you do it right, it'll it'll save you a lot of pain and it'll build you a future of success. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to bring up some pictures. Um, I've been saving for a loft bed and I've, I've done like a lot of odd jobs like dog walking and um, and I've done also help my parents at the reawakening booth. And the reason why I want this certain kind of loft bed is because I have a cat and she can't get up a ladder. So it's got stairs and even a desk so I can do my homework. Yes. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So is, is the is the bed up high, the stairs go to it, and the desk is underneath? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to pull it up right now. Yeah, we're going to pull up the picture and... Um, there it is. so oh, it's right there. Cool. That is super cool. I love it. Yeah. It's a $337 and 99 cents plus tax. And okay. I'm, I'm at $265 now. Awesome. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. So you've got about seventy seventy two dollars plus tax left, give or take, right? Uh huh. Okay, that's good. So we can actually figure out a budget on how to get there on uh, your little Excel spreadsheet. So uh -huh. here's where um, we first we have to put in how much money you make a month, right? Which is what you put in there, right? Mm hmm. Okay. So I, then you're I was like, go ahead. Um, I roughly make about hundred and forty dollars a month. Okay. So, so let's change that to forty. Very good. So mm -hmm. then the so the first thing that you always do when you are making money is you tithe. You give back to to God what, what's his, right? And then you get to work on on the remainder. But here's the amazing thing about that is God can do more with you with 90% of your income than you can do with a hundred percent of it. Right. So, yeah. so we give back to him what's first. And so 10% of that would be $14 a month. Mm -hmm. 
And then savings, um, savings would be what you would actually um, really start saving for, for this bet, right? So savings are going to be more of an immediate um, need, you know, maybe sometime between now and the next year, let's say. If you were saving up for a bed or for a new cat or for some clothes or a bike or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. That's what your savings is for. So that's 10% as well. Mm -hmm. And then let's skip down to the very bottom line investing. That's 10%. So the way that I call this the, the 70, 10, 10, 10 rule, right? So you, you give 10 back to God, you save 10, and you invest 10. So what's the difference between saving and investing? Investing is your long-term, like your retirement, right? So sometime down the road, like for you, probably like 52 years away, you're going to be like 62, you're going to be retired. And a lot of people get in the trap of, they, they live above their means, right? Where they, they spend too much, they put too much on credit cards and they get to retirement age and realize, I don't have any money. I don't have any money. Remember last week we talked about the, the $2 million cup of coffee, right? And it doesn't take that much to start investing um, for you to really have a nice, secure retirement. Um, and so... If you invest that 10%, now, what does that leave? That leaves 70% left over. That's what you live on. See, now that's living below your means, right? So instead of living on 100% of what you have, you, you train yourself to live on 70%. So with that 70% comes out numerous things. Uh, clothes, food, uh, once you get older, insurance, um, taxes, all of that comes out of that 70%, right? So mm -hmm. here's the thing. At, at your age, your taxes aren't going to be there. Um, I mean, you might have a, a clothing or a food budget, right? So, so here's where that 70%, you don't have to, if you're, you're saving that $14 a month for your bed, right? So that would just be added to anything left over that you don't spend on food, clothes, taxes, or insurance, or whatever, right? So for you, whatever you don't spend on stuff, that extra, add it to your savings, and that's what you'll be able to have every month to save up for your bet. Uh-huh. So, so if we do some quick math here, we've got 140 minus 14 minus 14 minus 14, um, so 140 minus 14 minus 14 minus 14. So that's $98 left. Mm -hmm. So how much do you spend on food and clothing um, every month? Um, I usually don't spend money on food because my parents usually do it. So basically about zero, really. So. And then for clothing, every once in a while, I spend some, so about about $15 a month on clothing, really. Okay. So let's put 15 in the clothes line there. It's not a clothes line, in the clothes box. <laughs> um, 
So that leaves $83 left, right? So you're spending, you have $83 left. So 83 plus your 14 for savings, you have $97. And you needed how much left for your bed? Like $70, $70 plus tax. Uh-huh. So you could probably get that within 30 days, assuming you make $140. You give God 10%, you save 10%, you invest 10%, you spend $15 on clothes. You can still get that bed within the next 30 days um, using that budget. Uh-huh. That um, sound like a good plan? Was that, yeah. is that what you thought? Does that what, did that fit into your timeline? Or did you think it was going to be quicker or longer? Um, I, I basically thought the same because mm-hmm. I've got... Um, we're going to this event, and I usually make about $100 on these events. And then later this month, I've got a dog-sitting job, and they're going to pay me $100. So I was going to basically get all the money I need from that anyway. So, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. You're, what, what are you, so what is your goal? What do you want to do after you get the one bed? Do you have anything else that you want to save up for? Because well, here's the thing, if you don't, if you're not saving for something um, in, in particular, I would still keep money in that savings thing because something always comes up down the road, right? It's, it okay. could be an emergency fund. Maybe you get sick and have to buy some medicine, right? So, so that savings should be there for if you need it for anything or for something you haven't even thought about that might come up down the road. And then you're going to be really glad that you had that savings account set up. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, I also want to get decorations from for the loft bed, um, like lights and like a fuzzy rug, um, and also some like decals, like flowers and and some pictures for it as well. Mm-hmm. So that's something else. But I think I could get that with the rest of the money that. I, I have. Perfect. Yeah. Well, you're a good planner, Abigail. Your, your budget, you didn't even need me to teach you on your budget. You're already doing an amazing job, but, but for everybody that's watching, that's how I would do it. Just remember the 70, 10, 10, 10 rule. 70 is what you spend. 10 is what you give to God. 10 is what you save and 10 is what you invest for the long haul. You should never touch your investing money until you retire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've also got some other questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what is currency and is silver and gold a currency? Currency is just a means of exchange. So it's anything that you use to pay for something else. That's what a currency is. So a, a legit definition for a currency would be something that's valuable something that's scarce, something that's portable, and something that's recognizable, right? You have to have all of those for something to be a currency. So if does is, let's talk about gold or silver. Is gold or silver scarce? Yes. yes. Is it recognizable? Yes. Um, is it portable? Yes. And is it valuable? Yes. So gold and silver could be a currency, and it used to be. Right. It, back in the day, before 
printing presses and before central banks, people used to trade gold and silver. That's what the coins used to be made out of going all the way back to before Jesus days, right? In BC, um, the Rome had silver coins, there were gold coins. And so they actually, <laughs> have you ever seen a quarter, you know, with, with have ridges on the side? Yes. They're not, not smooth. You know why they did that? Because it goes all the way back to the olden days. Um, is prior to 1965, quarters and dimes and, and um, halves used to be made out of silver. Mm-hmm. So going back to like the old Roman Republic days, they would used to shave the edges of the of the coins off and take those mm-hmm. little shavings and melt them down to make a new coin because people would cheat and steal and lie about it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why they put ridges on the quarter so nobody could shave the edges off, just a little tidbit. But, but that just tells you that gold and silver have and can and will be used as as currency in the past and could be in the present and the future as well. Mm-hmm. So, Andrea, we have time for one more question. You want to do the mm-hmm. um, um, There is also a question from a viewer named um, Sander611. Um, he says, what does the vault cost to keep your silver in? So that's a good question, Sander611. It's um, $50 a year minimum. Mm-hmm. So, But it's really half a percent a year based on what you have in there. So so really, at, at half a percent, $50 is the equivalent of about $10,000 worth of silver stored in there. Anything more than that, that would, that would go up. But $50 is the minimum and the maximum. There is no maximum. It just, after 50 bucks, it just turns into half a percent of what you have stored in there. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Dr. Kirk Elliott, for your time. Um, if you want your questions to put in the con- if you want your questions, um, ask ask Dr. Kirk Elliott, and he and he'll give you lots of answers. And if you want your questions asked on the show, just put them in the comments below. Well, I'll see you next time, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Goodbye. Thanks, Abigail. Bye bye. <laughs> If you want your questions answered by Dr. Kirk's um, team, then go to spiritgold.com.